0: All right, everybody, at this time, I want to welcome you to your one stop shop for all things music, sports, entertainment, and so much more. Much more. Want to welcome you to the Fourth Wall Cast. I want
1: the truth. You can't handle the truth. <laughs> Today, Junior. But to be the man, you got to beat the man. And I'm saying, woo,
0: right here, right here. Introducing your hosts. First, he's filling prescriptions for your pop culture consumption. Let's give it up for Doc Haas! I once brought a jackass and a honeycomb into a brothel. Silence! What happened? Get in my belly! Belly! Next, they call him the third man in the booth, but he is number one in your hearts. Here's Sparky! What if we leave? Then you're wrong. Truth is, I am. Either. And now, at this time, introducing to you the host with the most, the baby face of podcasting. Let's make some noise for JC Bones. Sixty percent of the time, it works every time. That doesn't make sense. No, myself is an artist. I'm just a musical prostitute, my dear. It's time to make it pop with the fourth wall cast. Thanks. Greetings, fam. My name is Johnny Bones, and I wanted to give you a disclaimer for today's show and every show moving forward. You will see some changes to the branding, the structure, the format, even the names of the hosts in upcoming episodes and the future and beyond. So, join us on this journey it's going to be a bumpy one. Embrace the change. Because here we go. And what up, fam? Welcome to your one stop shop for all things music, sports, entertainment, and so much more. Welcome to the fourth wall cast. I am your host with the most Johnny JC bones. And I am here with the one and only I call him the doctor. but You call him Dan, but I'm still gonna call him the doctor. Ladies and gentlemen, Dr. Dan Haas.
1: Woo! What up, baby? <laughs> Dude, I love your little uh, Vince McMahon-like uh, attitude, uh, intro to the Attitude Era promo to you start like the that, show there. Right? That's exactly yeah. what I thought. I was like, this is like when Vince like, told us about the Attitude Era. Is that what you were, is that what you were going for? <laughs>
0: yeah, that, that's what I had in mind, of course, because I am, I am obviously, the, the wrestling mark, so of
1: course. <laughs> that was that's really, right. really, that's really, what really good, man. That's what that I had in mind. It was really impressive. Dude, I didn't even tell you yet, man. Awesome, like, man. I haven't even told you about my crazy-ass week. No, what what happened this week, man? Dude, I think I developed a dairy allergy. Oh, that's terrible. How, how, how do you figure? Oh, dude, so on Tuesday, and mind you, on Monday, I ate my normal... What Now, for those of you who don't I'm a pescatarian, so I eat... I don't eat meat except fish, and then outside of that, you know, I'm pretty free. Like, I eat eggs, and I eat cheese, and I eat dairy, so I'm not a full-on vegan. You know, I just, you know, pescatarian. So, on Tuesday, there was some leftover egg salad from a barbecue on Monday I was at. Had the egg salad sandwich for, uh, with mayonnaise in it, obviously. Had it for lunch. Mm -hmm. Took a nap. Woke up from my nap, and my right arm... It's like starting to break out a bit. And I'm like, oh man, that sucks. I'm like, all right, whatever. Maybe I just rubbed up. I was out hiking the day before. Maybe I had rubbed Mm -hmm. up on something, like a little bit of poison ivy and I might be having a little breakout. Whatever. I notice that, then I eat dinner. I had pizza for dinner. The breakout starts to grow like 45 minutes later. I'm like, what the hell? So I go and I show my wife. She's like, oh my goodness, hop in the shower. You must have rubbed up. So I go in the shower and I I, I get washed up. Uh, I take a Benadryl. The Benadryl, Knocks me out in like two hours, <laughs> so, I up, so I wound up. Uh, so I wound up sleeping. You know the uh, the allergic reaction went down. I was like, all right, whatever. That was weird. So I'm moving on. I'm on Wednesday, moving on through my day. By the middle of the day, around two thirty, I decided an awesome ice cream shop around the corner from my house in Ocean Grove. Days Ice Cream, shout mm-hmm. out. Anyways, go to Days. They just opened up last weekend. Got me a fucking delicious peanut butter lovers ice cream man. At the, it's the peanut butter vanilla ice cream with the peanut butter cups and the peanut butter pieces and just peanut-loving madness. I wish everyone could see how
0: excited you're getting just talking about that ice cream right now. Yeah, well, apparently <laughs> it's the
1: only thing I'm going to be able to do. If I don't know how to eat it no more after this whole freaking oh, story. It's... So I eat the ice cream, about, and then I have like nachos maybe like 45 minutes after that. Still thinking that yesterday was just a skin thing. I brushed up on something in the woods. So, right. eat ice cream, eat nachos with cheese on it, veggie nachos, and then all of a sudden I am just covered, arms, oh chest, down up around my balls and shit, dude. It was fucking awful, oh. dude. And oh, I'm just terrible. like, "Fucks!" So I'm just like, "What the hell?" I'm like Gabby, like, and I'm like, I think this is happening after I eat freaking dairy. Like, what the hell? So That's now crazy. I know dairy allergies can can grow over time. I know right. that bug bites that I could possibly get in the woods can give me an allergy to things like dairy and meat. I know that's a risk I mm-hmm. take when, uh, when I hike. Now I don't eat red meat, so that's it's only been a half risk for me since I stopped eating red meat. but you know I, I, when I went to Stokes earlier this month, I mean I got bit up that day. like I was, I got my legs, my legs are still scarred from it. <laughs> so maybe that's what happened. but you know I started monitoring and I stopped eating dairy after that. I've been fine. Eggs, I've been good with. I can eat eggs still. I passed the egg test. Well,
0: that's good.
1: That's so, all I was really I, how, how long worried about. This, this how all long started on this? Tuesdays. Tuesday and Wednesday I had okay. the reactions. So I've been living as a uh, as I've been calling it a pesca vegan since Thursday. Now that being said, Gabby made this delicious a pesca vegan. <laughs> a pesca vegan. That's right. Gabby made this delicious nice. pasta <laughs> dish last night. That kind of was like. It was mimicking, it was like a pesto-type dish, but she made it with cashews, and there was no cheese in it, and it was delicious. I just, I was eating it when you were signing on. So, abs- there's right delicious on. food out of this, and a lot of my friends who are vegan are saying, like, dude, even if you're not allergic, like, this this is a better health move, like, you know, oat milk is better yeah. for you, all this stuff's better for you. And I got some oat milk, we went out shopping yesterday, I got some vegan things, and uh, had some oat milk with my cereal this morning, I don't really, think it tastes different. So you know the only the only shitty thing about it is because America's fucked up, and it costs more money to fucking eat healthy because we live in a fucked up country <laughs> yep. yep, which is a perfect segue to our perfect first topic today
0: <laughs> to uh, the crazy shit going on in this world, yeah like, man. obviously, the past few months has been the fucking apocalypse in, 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 in most ways, but I feel like people have gotten so crazy because of this global pandemic we've been dealing with the past few months that there's just so much more crime happening now for a while crime was at an all-time low because of the pandemic because everyone was on lockdown no one can go outside but now the crime is there's something new in the news almost every couple of days
1: so i, I we feel like i hear sirens i feel like i hear sirens sitting on my porch every day in the asbury park area i i, I could hear asbury park. park where i live and. <laughs> I haven't been checking up with the, the police blotter or the press or anything, but, you know, mm. I don't, you know, I haven't, I don't think there's been any rioting down here or anything, and I don't think, I don't, but I, mm. it always just seems like I'm hearing more sirens now. The fire alarms seem to be going now. off more yeah. often. You know, I live right mm. down the street from the damn fire department. I'm surprised we've never heard the fire alarm. Have you ever heard the fire alarm going off during the show? No, I don't think so. Well, I'm surprised. if all the fire show-
0: alarms we- go off.
1: How many, how many how many show what show number are we on? What's the show number this gonna is be those?
0: Episode seventy-seven.
1: So seventy-seven episodes and no, fuck, you haven't heard the Ocean Grow Fire Alarm yet. That's unbelievable. Nope. <laughs> but uh Yeah, yeah but
0: dude. you're probably gonna you're probably gonna hear sirens more now. Now they open up all the beaches and stuff down at the shore. Asbury Park's gonna be open, even though there's not much to do down there, the boardwalk's gonna be open. Or the lack and, thereof. And obviously so. everybody's on
1: edge right now. Um yep. when you lock people in their homes for or you try to lock people up for this law and it's what happens, you know. And this was what I was worried about from yeah. the beginning with this. And I understand that mm-hmm. there is a virus, you know, we we know you it know, had to be done. We we know people who have mm-hmm. been in uh, affected by it directly and indirectly. And mm-hmm. we knew what had to be done. We had to help make sure the hospitals were prepared, you know. Mm-hmm. But when the, host- the hospital yeah. And the flatten that curve. And that's been yeah. done now. And now people, and like I said, from the very beginning, the human psyche is not going to take this forever. We're not built that right. way. And we're, and we don't like being controlled. This whole country was formed on not being under a, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, a I don't want to say it's a dictatorship like control or a monarch like mm-hmm. control, but you know, being told that we can't go out and we have to do what the government says. We don't, do that well in america we never have right we never will it's not part of our dna and i'm okay mm-hmm. with that but you know to see especially in the past week you know the downturn you know and a lot yeah. of it and a lot of it obviously has to do with george floyd and minneapolis which is a absolutely terrible horrific disgusting situation you know Yep. i mean i i know for the past i guess five years when ferguson happened five years ago I think that uh, 2015. Ago, yeah. I think it was right. It was o- Obama was still president. That's all I remember. Mm-hmm. So it had to be at least 2015, 2016. And uh, and I'm not saying that Ferguson was the first time we've had you know a a race debate with 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 you know, cops and their ethical issues towards people of color. But that was when it really started getting big. I think in our in this generation in this era, and you know. With all those stories, with Ferguson, with what happened with the in Baltimore, and what happened with Eric Garner in New York, I do feel there was always some gray. There was always some great, great areas. Like you know, were the cops acting in self-defense? Were they doing what they had to do to survive? There was always, especially I think with Ferguson. You know, mm-hmm. you know, at the end of the day, once the facts came out about that, you could look and say, hey, you know, maybe this cop was doing what he had to do in that situation but in this situation what happened in minneapolis to this poor gentleman who yeah was he breaking the law yes should he've been arrested yeah. yes why was there why were you kneeling on his neck for 8 minutes especially yeah. when i mean that is not only is that it's just awful humanity let alone the <laughs> police work and mm-hmm. what really kind of scares me a little bit about this is, and I, I brought this up to somebody at, on a Facebook chat, and they took it the wrong way, and after some chat, we understood where I was coming from, where they were coming from, but, like, when I watched that video, and, like, yeah, you were saying before you we went on air, we saw the whole thing. You've you never seen the whole thing like that. Yep. Never. Everything
0: else we always left us kind of in the clouds, un- unsure. We're going according to what the, the, what, what the court says in the end. Okay, that, if, if that's the verdict, then that's probably what happened but everyone was always unsure what really happened in that moment. It's on fucking video. That shit went viral. Yeah, we see everything from start to finish. The police officers are at fault in this situation. Oh,
1: absolutely. One hundred <laughs> and forty percent? Hands
0: down, they are fully at fault. Like, like, and I say that with the, ridiculous. Right.
1: And I say that with the it, utmost respect to like police officers out there who in general, of 95% course. of them, 96, 97 percentage, but a high percentage of them are good people who give a shit about their community. But you saw it. The problem is when it's that five percent we'll say that doesn't care, and you know, maybe looking at race and determining how aggressive they are with people, like that five percent needs to go because there's somebody who's who's no longer living that doesn't deserve to be dead in this situation, and I'm happy that the the man was fired he's been arrested the officer um I, I can't he's up for,
0: for charges for manslaughter
1: yeah his third degree murder only third, which third i don't degree, yeah which I don't I manslaughter, was, yeah. which is absolutely absurd. he knew exactly yeah. what he was doing, yep. you know his wife left him. I don't know if you saw that the news today oh no, yeah, Great. his wife Great left him her. he's being held for his own safety right now, not because like they wanted, because they know if they let him out i mean. He he'll he, yeah. if he was on the street right now and he wasn't like in police custody he'd be a dead man he'd
0: be a dead man he'd okay, be a someone will find him, kill him. someone well, find him do you see kill what's him. do you see what's happening in the state just in Missouri itself the, the riots Minnesota Minnesota the, the, I'm sorry Minnesota yeah. the the riots the, the fires the looting so it's, I'm gonna it's, it's absurd that's what ma- that's unfortunately making this worse that's not taking yes. a stand that's not that that's not uh helping to show people what's right and what was wrong. You're making it worse. We st- we're we still in the middle of a fucking global pandemic. So now the entire city is, is walking the streets with no masks on, up on top of each other, no social distancing. You know what? COVID right. set aside, they're burning down buildings, banks. They're, right. they're looting these fucking retailers, these stores. They are ruining their right. their home city. Like they're
1: ruining everything. And they're ruining the lives of people who otherwise would have supported them most likely. Like exactly. This is, this yep. is, and this is always the <clears throat> issue that derails all these police brutality issues when it comes to mm-hmm. race. One of the things yeah. I'll say about this last one also, before I move on, is I want to talk about what you just brought up. I want to touch upon one more thing that I think is really scary. And that was where my Facebook post went before I drifted off a bit. Mm-hmm. I think in this situation, if that guy would have been a big jacked up Spanish guy or Hispanic guy or a big, mm-hmm. even a big jacked up white dude, you know? I think the same thing would have happened in that situation. I think this guy mm. was just an awful human. And I think it would have happened. I think that I think the terrible police work would have happened anywhere in this situation. And I think anybody really who was in that situation. I really do think. I watched that with <clears throat> how that guy, that, that officer or ex officer now, handled that situation. I think he only saw rage and anger. Mm. I don't even think he saw color so much. I may be wrong. I, I, I may be wrong. wrong I may from, be wrong but... here, but when I look at that, I'm like, this just looks like a senseless act of violence committed by a hate-filled individual. Yeah, Wh- who, when, who when obviously was con- pissed off for some reason.
0: Yeah, because you could tell, too, he had a stone-cold look on his face yep. the entire time he had his knee on this poor guy's neck. For right. the entire what nine minutes, ten minute video, they had absolutely on ridiculous. Man he he pleading, had, pleading. He's yeah, pleading. He had no emotion to stop. Nothing at all. Pathetic. Man, it, it, it's fucking sad. It's terrible. Yeah. I mean, listen, I'm all about it. Hashtag Black Lives Do Matter. All right, I'm not. All sit here and Black and say, lives, all matter, lives Matter. All Lives, all matter. lives Spa- matter. Hispanic yeah.
1: Lives Matter. Asian Lives Matter. Everybody's Lives Matter. Yeah. It's 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 the sad thing is is like he. It was cold. It was just a cold. Disgusting, cold, right? killing, th- and, and I just think I don't think that guy values anybody's lives. I don't think that cop values any. That's the that's the, the takeaway I took from that video. You know, outside mm-hmm. of you know, and I could listen, I could be absolutely wrong. It could come out that this guy is a member of all these white nationalist groups, and you know, that's right. aw- that's just as awful. But it, right. it brings about an interesting argument: is you know, a lot of times, mm-hmm. like like police brutality isn't limited to just african-americans and i think because right. we only yeah. pay attention to it yeah. when it's african-americans because that's sexy to the media i think that's one of the reasons it keeps getting forgotten about and we keep getting back to this place and another one of the reasons is what you brought up is the looting and the destroying of your city and the destroying of innocent people's businesses and homes and lives they're hurting that's so
0: many so yeah. much more So many more other people besides just who was already hurt, which is why we're at this point right now.
1: And then all the sympathy and all the all the support that you that you actually got, you know, that the African-American community got after George Floyd was killed. This is when people, you know, when you see when you hear about white people saying like, well, see, this is why cops do this, because they're they just think that African-Americans are going to burn everything down and cause riots, you know. And this is the, how they're trained to think. And that's where that argument comes in, which I think is a bullshit argument, mind you. Like, nobody should be trained to think that way. But right. you can't be going around destroying property and thinking that's going to make a difference. I understand you're angry. And I understand that angry can lead to violence. And But bigger people overcome that. Like That's not... I don't think that's the way Martin Luther King would would want people to handle this. Or any, like, you know, legit for real, positive, civil rights leader. And I give some kudos to the mayor of Atlanta. Her name is um is, is escaping me right now. But she came straight out. She did what Obama wouldn't do. She did what a lot of African-American leaders do that are in position... Or d- she did what like Obama didn't do and other African-American leaders haven't done in the past when these things happened, where she came up and said, you need to stop burning down our city and vandalizing and making yourselves look like awful people because this is where you right. this is where you lose your sympathy and this is distracting from the real problem. Mm-hmm. Now, instead right. of talking about what happened, we're talking about the looting and we're talking about what's happening in New York or what's almost happened in LA and Minneapolis and Chicago and Louisville and all these places where there's been violence. You're just taking attention away from what the real problem is. And until right. we stop doing that, until we realize that we can't react we can't use violence to react against violence and until we re- until we come out as a united front as a united front of all people this will never change we can say right. we can say right. black lives matter all we want and they do because their lives and lives matter period but until we right. stop segregating it into one group of people it's never going to change. You. We have to approach this as a humans, <clears throat> all of us together. To, Dude, that's you have no what idea. Doing,
0: <clears throat> no idea. We've never done. To hear you say that, there has to stop being black, white, yellow, Indian, all you know, Human race. We all bleed red. We all right. bleed the same color. We all live the same lives. Color. Uh, race should not fucking ever make a difference we're fucking human being it's still a human killing another human right. that's what's fucking sickening and, and that's I, sickening
1: and i think that's sometimes hard for like african americans to hear white people say that because we're not in the same yeah, i didn't you know i didn't grow up in in like a low income housing or anything like that and i didn't have to i don't have to watch my back because I'm african american or or hispanic man like i have a hispanic right. student He's a junior taking college classes, does nothing but work hard. He got followed home by a, by a cop one night. He told me for no reason other than him wearing a hoodie and, and being Hispanic. That's, that's pathetic. Yeah, it's, it's pathetic. You know? And, that's, and that's, that's a problem. It's that's terrible. stereotyping, and that does happen. But you know, there has to be – I feel like we don't ever approach this as united front because we're always so interested in the racial end of it. And I, I blame a lot of that in the media as I blame most oh, yeah. things because the media most only because that's what's sexy to the media. Yep. It's never, you know, it's, it's, it's always just what's sexiest to the media and people are sheep. They follow it. So I hope that this situation eventually, I hope it, I hope the violence dies down. I hope, you know, people listen to the mayor I got to look up her name. The mayor of Atlanta. Hey, Google. Oh my, I turned my Google off. It was broken. Uh, Atlanta mayor. Uh Mayor Bottoms, Keisha Lance Bottoms. Wow. That's her name. Yes. Okay. And I hope people take her advice like seriously because it's probably the most mm. intelligent thing that anybody has said since this has started. Since this whole right. thing has started. And you know, people are on edge, you know. <clears throat> people are on edge as it is. You know. It may come out that, you know, those cops those police officers were on edge for other reasons. It may not. It doesn't, it doesn't matter. It doesn't excuse them. It doesn't did, excuse right, them doesn't matter, but it needs but, to make people realize: like everybody's on edge, and everybody needs to chill the fuck out right now. Mm-hmm. You know, and everybody yeah. needs to clear their to clear their heads and come at this with a smart, intelligent, open mind, yeah. and start trying to unify. Unify the,
0: the way they're going unify. about it right now is not the way.
1: And it's, it's been the same, and way. it's the same way we've always gone about it. And everybody's expecting it to be different, to to you do don't different results. Violence with more violence. Yeah, and they keep doing the same thing. That we keep as a society, society keeps doing the same thing when these awful things happen. Ooh, a kitty cat. When these awful things happen to uh, to African Americans in this country, if we keep doing the same thing, and it's not working. Why are we doing the same thing? The same thing, right? Let's try something different. So, kudos, Mayor Bottoms. Thank you. Yes. So, uh,
0: again, it's un- unfortunate news. Yeah. Uh, I hope Heart goes talking- out to,
1: to Mr. Floyd's family, really does. Yes, same here. You guys, don't, de- you here. guys don't deserve that, you know. Yeah,
0: it's terrible. Um, all right, let's, let's get on to some, uh, some more positive news. Yes. Uh, in the world of uh, during a global pandemic, we finally have some of the big four sports making their way back. So uh, the NHL is going to be finishing off their season. With a twenty-four team tournament uh, for the for the Stanley Cup, uh, I don't have a bracket, by, uh, Dan, of any of the teams that are included. Mm-hmm. But I know you are a hot guy. You are a Devils fan. I'm a Devils
1: fan. My team will not be in the tournament as they are one uh, of the one of the seven worst teams in the league that were not in the tournament. <laughs> <laughs> It's been tough times yeah. for us Devils oh, fans man. the past few years. We had a little tease with the playoffs a couple of years back when Taylor Hall won the MVP. But mm-hmm. um, So let's talk Maybe. about – so here's how this works, okay? Twelve teams from each conference are making the playoffs, okay? Okay. All right, so the top four seeds in each conference, which is the amount of points, you get two points for a win, one point for an overtime loss in hockey <laughs> – The top four seeds in in each conference get a bye. So in the East, that's the Boston Bruins, Tampa Bay Lightning, the Washington Capitals, and the Philadelphia Flyers. Now, after that, there's going to be qualifying rounds to face those four teams on the bye. So the five seeders, the Penguins, they're going to play the 12 seed, the Canadians, which is an awful matchup for the Penguins because the Canadians have one of the best goaltenders in the league, Carey Price, and he's healthy, and he's the type of guy who can stand on his head and if a goalie's standing on their head in the playoffs, there's a good chance that team's winning their Stanley Cup. And a 12 seed could win this Stanley Cup this year, because I do think the Canadians wow. could make a run. Um, they are facing the Penguins. Obviously, the Penguins, Sidney Crosby is a three-time Stanley Cup champion, so is Malkin. Is one of the most successful teams in the past 15 years. Interesting matchup already right there. Um, the sixth seed is the Hurricanes. They're facing the Rangers. The Hurricanes haven't beaten the Rangers once this year. The Rangers have Wallop the Hurricanes this year. So that's another interesting uh, upset possibility. You have the seven seed, our, our Islanders, another the local team, taking on the ten seed Panthers, and the eight seed, the Maple leaves and the nine seed, the Blue Jackets. So that's the other matchup. In the West, your top four seeds are the defending Stanley Cup champion, St. Louis Blues, the Avalanche are the two seed, the Vegas Golden Knights are the three seed, and the Dallas Stars are the four. Um,. The Blues will play the winner of the Oilers Blackhawks series. Another interesting series with the Blackhawks is a 12 seed. Um, the Predators Coyotes winner will take on the Avalanche. The Canucks Wild winner will take on the Golden Knights, and the Calgary Flames Winnipeg Jets winner will get the will, will get the uh, Dallas Stars. So interesting, interesting days, so, interesting um, playoff format. There's also a round mm-hmm. robin format to it, also which is okay. which is definitely interesting. Um, so the games in the qualifying rounds, we played with playoff overtime rules, which means there's no shootout. And then the round robin games, where we played with regular season overtime and shootout rules, with ties in the standings broken by regular season points percentage, okay? The qualifying round and round robin, I guess I'm not I'm still trying to figure out how this round robin works. Um, it's an interesting sort of uh, Scenario: This whole playoff thing is really interesting. Um, so the round robin, okay. So the round robin competition, okay. Now I'm understanding those top four teams in each conference, mm-hmm. they're gonna play a round robin to seed themselves in the playoffs. Okay. Okay. So right now, so the, the Bruins would be the one seed if we just did it, but the Flyers could wind up winning that round robin, even though they're the fourth the top number 4 in the east right now they could be the one seed for the playoffs. Oh, that's interesting. Uh the games are going to be played in two hub cities which are going to be identified later. And they're probably going to be I think one's probably going to be Vegas because that makes sense okay. and I'm like it looks like the NBA is going to Orlando. So I would think <clears throat> Vegas is one and I don't know what the hell they're going to do in the east because the virus is a lot more uh widespread in the east. So that'll be Interesting. Right. The East might move out west too. Maybe they move the you know, the, the the East playoffs out to Denver. They're all be in one spot. So it doesn't matter where it really is. Nobody's going to game still. So right. I think it's That's interesting. What I was going to ask you. Yeah, no one's going to be
0: doing it in empty arenas. They're doing like a limited capacity.
1: No empty arenas. Everything's empty, empty arenas. arena right. right now. Um, I don't think mm-hmm. you're going to see any people inside venues again, till at the very least football season. <clears throat> So let me ask you this, Doc. I don't know
0: if you're a betting man on when it comes to sports, but you know how whenever they do the betting odds on teams, especially in this in a championship tournament, you know they usually take the home team advantage into play. Without there being a crowd, there's no such thing as a home team nope. advantage at this point because you're feeding off the crowd, so no one has that advantage. Is that going to help or is that going to hurt some of these teams?
1: Well, it's funny because the guys on um it's gonna definitely hurt some of these teams, you know, especially you get an arena like uh. Like St. Louis, where Blues fans are absolutely crazy. Uh, Blackhawks fans, they have that, it's, it's the bad house on Madison. You yeah, know they call it that for a reason. Uh, Nash uh, is Nashville even in in it. I forget if I even said Nashville was in it or not. Uh, yeah, Nashville. So Nashville's a six seed out in the West. So that's another huge home 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 ice advantage. So yeah, All the Canadian teams. You know, obviously, hockey's taken a lot more seriously in Canada than in America. It's their national pastime. So, right. you know, all that stuff Shout absolutely. Out Shout out to Mr. Fratz, our resident Maple Leafs fan. <laughs> yeah. His Leafs, his Leafs are in. His Leafs are in and they have a uh, they have a they have a pretty um they have a pretty favorable matchup against Columbus. They should win that. They're definitely the better team on paper. They're the better team in the standings. So, that's, that, that, so, should be, that should be an interesting series. But I do think it's it's uninteresting. You're talking about home ice advantage. Those top four teams right. who were playing around Robin um, was listening to Spit and Chicklets this week. And they were saying, you know, they were wondering, uh, Ryan Whitney, who's one of the, the commentators on uh, Spit and Chicklets, was wondering, are these guys going to go out and play hard in a round Robin to essentially get last change? That's what home ice really gives you. Last, right. So last change means, like, the hockey runs on line changes. Okay, there's usually there's four lines usually per team per game, and when you're the home team, you can watch and see who the other team, the away team, puts on the ice, and then match up with your best line. That's the biggest exactly. advantage, the home ice advantage. The <clears> hockey <throat> is such a fast game that it's really hard to even get into the crowd because you just got to be so focused, and the game's moving so fast. That being said, there are obvious home ice advantages out there, but the biggest thing is that last change day. But <clears throat> Are guys really going to hustle and go all out for last change in an empty arena? Is it that important at right. that point? That's, you know. that's the question. You have to see
0: how that's going to pl- have an effect on a lot of these games. Yeah, competition. It's going to be I weird.
1: Mean. See how hard these guys yeah. are going to go in those early rounds before it gets real and we start getting to regular playoffs. Right.
0: Let me ask you, how how far into the season were they before the pandemic and they had to
1: stop? uh about 60 70 games let's see the okay. flyers had played 62 the flyers have played 69 games we'll use them as an example wow. so it's anywhere between okay. 65 and 70 games i would say so we're okay. about they were almost done it's 82 game season so we're mm-hmm. not we weren't too far to be finished with the season same with the nba not too far off the end of the season right now out of all the teams so who are the top four teams going into this tournament now The top four teams that will be playing in the round-robin portion in the East are the Bruins, uh, the Lightning, the Capitals, and the Flyers. All four teams, um, formidable teams. Bruins are probably the best team out of them this season. They're they're the best record in the league this year. They won the President's Trophy. You can't discount the Lightning. They're a very dangerous team. Uh, You can't discount the Capitals because of Alex Ovechkin. He's the best hockey player of this generation. Um the Flyers are a young up and coming team. they I'm kinda of su- i I'm very surprised at how good they played this season. I, I hate the fucking Flyers, so I hate it. But I'm very surprised they finally got themselves a good goaltender and Carter Hart, like a real goaltender. They haven't had a real goaltender mm. maybe since Bernie Perrant, and that guy played in the seventies. So that tells you all you need to know about the Flyers this season. And then in the West, the top seeds are the St. Louis Blues, who are the defending cup champions, Colorado Avalanche, the Vegas Golden Knights, and the Dallas Stars. Those four teams, and the four teams in the East will play around robin to determine the true number one seed in the playoffs. Right on.
0: Very also, interesting. And, uh, when
1: is, and when is the tournament supposed to be starting now? Do they have right. a, a date
0: yet for so it? So this is the
1: other thing. So this is what Commissioner Gary mm-hmm. Bettman said, that July 1st is the earliest that teams can start training again. It's the possible earliest. Okay. I don't even know if that is an official thing yet. But it's the possible right. earliest. And then... With that being said, you probably want about two, three weeks of training camp, and hopefully you get the seat, the, uh, the tournament started middle end of July. And then you have, okay. Ju- you have July and August Stanley Cup playoffs. Um, I don't even know if they'll go three weeks. It probably might only be two weeks. If you start training July 1st, you start the season July 14th, and the playoffs are probably done late August, early September. Okay. Now, the NHL season so, uh, usually starts in October. So right. this brings up another interesting thing. There's been debate for years to either move the start of the NBA or NHL season to, like, you know, around the holidays. And then have those playoffs okay. play through the summer months. That are, If one of them moves, then they're not directly competing against each other in their playoffs. You know, mm-hmm. I think, I think there's, yeah. been more, there's been more want for the NBA to do this over right. the years. But it looks like the NHL is getting the jump on it. You know, they're getting the jump on all the big four and getting started. You know, they're, you know, they're, I guess they deem it safe to go back. And I have reason to believe them. If the players want to play, I'm all about them playing. You know, Mm -hmm. like I said, if people want to go back to work, I think they should be be going to go back to work at this point. And if it comes back again, then we deal with it then. Right. But I think, well, here's your question. Go ahead. No, I
0: know the NBA has been in talks, too, about, you know, when are they going to start? And you mentioned earlier, too, I also heard that they were going to be going down to Florida since Florida. Has yeah. been any sports with a national audience and a central business. So, right. what's holding the NBA from starting up sooner?
1: Uh they're kind of just pussyfooting around it because I think they're scared of the p. They're scared of taking a PR hit. I'll be dead serious. They're way more interested in their PR than the NHL is. They're a lot more of a uh, socially active league than the NHL is. Right. You know, they're going to get. You know, LeBron James is going to get ripped on Twitter <laughs> before Alex Ovechkin is. Okay, and also,
0: if you think about it. Out of the Big Four, NBA was the first sport to officially suspend
1: their season due right. to COVID because of their players from the Utah Jazz. Right, because of Rudy Gobert and then eventually mm. uh, Donovan Mitchell. was right. you, do, you do, do you know the backstory of, of that since it's gone down? Oh, no, I do not. Apparently, them two won't even talk to each other. Apparently, Gobert was being like a, a clown and he was like breathing on like mics and like random things in the Jazz locker oh room leading up this because he... Just you know, like most of us at that time was like, whatever, is a nasty bug going around, you know, and it's right, right. It's gonna come here and oh, it's gonna geez. affect us. So apparently, that's created some sort of rift in the locker room. But I think those two need to work that out. That's a silly reason to break up a, yeah. a, a duo like them because they're they're the team's built around those two players, the Utah Jazz. It's all so silly and immature to do what he did, but it is. It is what it is. But <clears throat> get the fuck over it. Yeah. If you got a problem with that, oh. you're not locked. I just need to get the fuck over that. More disgusting things have happened in fucking pro sports locker rooms than than that.
0: Oh yeah, yep. Um, Let me ask you this now: going back to the NHL playoff tournament, the playoffs. uh, So with testing being a thing, how is this going to affect their season? Because they're going to have to get tested very often. Every day. I don't know if they're every day. Every every night they got to get
1: tested to have to know next day whether they can play. They're, gonna, they're saying it's going to be over 40,000 tests are going to be used, most likely. But dude,
0: but they're shoving like a fucking 12-inch Q-tip up your nose to test you. You're telling me every one of these hockey players is going to be okay with getting a stick shoved up their nose? I think that's been one of the every things. Every single day for the entire season. Yeah, it has been one world? of the things. They need to get
1: they I think they need to get a better testing system. They need to figure something out with that. I mean, you know, why, I why can't we just do it? Why can't you just take a swab?
0: Right. Again, I don't know the, the, the medical definition yeah, of medical either. reasons on why it has to go up the nose, but holy shit man. Grown ass mega and a fucking twelve inch cucope stuck up my nose every fucking night. Eh. Yeah, I you mean, know what,
1: man? Hockey hockey ain't a sport for bitches, you know? <laughs> right. True, ain't,
0: that's why the majority of them are missing a lot of their yeah, teeth.
1: Yeah. No fucking no fucking pussies playing <laughs> hockey, dude. Why well, that's just all there is to it. Yeah. I think that's what it as, is, as, right. as annoying as it is to get a fucking rod shoved up your fucking nose. Yeah, you know, these are guys like you said that don't have fucking teeth and play fucking hurt all season long. You're not I a mean, fucking hey. real pro. You're not a hockey player unless you're fucking playing hurt. Let's be real here. What fucking hockey? What fucking great athlete isn't fucking hurting? So I think I, I think they'll be able to stomach it to you know play and get paid. You know, I don't know what the pay situation like for hockey. I know baseball has been the big thing is how much they're going to get paid. You know, as usual, so it's, it seems to always be about well, baseball is the biggest money sport in the country in terms of contracts. So that makes sense. But, you know, hockey players tend to, like, love hockey more than any other professional sport player loves their professional sport. There is a fucking right. – hockey players just have such a unbelievable loyalty to the game. It's, it's what baseball used to be in this country. It's, that's what hockey is for Canadians. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. So, So all in all, some, things, some good things are coming
0: out of this pandemic finally is that we're starting to get some sports. NASCAR came back. Or is NASCAR back. is
1: back. Um, it is back. Yeah, I know Harvick won the first race back. I don't. I, I don't follow a lot of NASCAR. Um, okay. I don't know what's happened since then. I have watched. Mm. Uh, I watched some German Bundesliga today. I took out. I checked out uh Werder Bremen versus uh, FC Schalke.
0: Wait. Well, what is it you watched? The what German Bundesliga.
1: That's the German soccer what? league. Bundesliga. Bundesliga, yes. Bundesliga. That's the German Soccer League. That's okay. The, yes, the Germans so the German Soccer League has been back for about okay. two, three weeks now. They're, okay. They're moving along just fine. I think um I think I read somewhere today. I was in the studio today, so I haven't got to read news news today, but I thought I saw a headline come across that they're getting close to uh, starting training again in England for the Premier League. That'll be used. Okay. Uh the nice. Premier League is the most popular whoa, sports league re- in the whoa, world. Oh, that's fair. Glory, Glory, time time <laughs> um, awesome. I do th- that is the most watched sports league in the world, so that's that's gonna be a big one when they come back. Right. That's gonna be a big one.
0: It's awesome. So, NASCAR, we're getting soccer back, slowly, patrolling. NHL's making its way back.
1: I so. think baseball, if they can figure out their all baseballs to figure out is their fucking money issue, you know. Right. I mean, and looking we'll at it from me, I look at it like this it was like you play 82 games, you get paid for 82 games. I don't understand what the big deal is. They're saying we're taking a risk by being out there. Um, I think they're they think they're think being little bitches a little bit. Some of these players were right. saying that. you know, Every other sport's getting the fuck back to work. You can get the fuck back to work too. And especially baseball, which is unquestionably the easiest sport to social distance. If right. there was a sport outside of golf built for social distancing and maybe tennis, baseball is it. Of the big four, it is the only social distance sport. So, you know what? These baseball players, they're in a tough situation because if they don't come back this year and it's about mm-hmm. money, you're going to see another 1994 post strike situation.
0: Yeah.
1: And you're not going to have steroids <clears throat> to bail you out with home runs this time like you did the last time. Right. <laughs> well, call it like uh, those it is, folks. Uh, so,
0: we got some sports coming back. For those of us that aren't sports fans, I'm sure we've been finding other things to keep ourselves busy during this pandemic. I know, Doc, myself, and you have been going on some hikes. Uh, I, th- I haven't spoken to you, but I, I hiked around uh, Round Valley Reservoir last week. Now, that's a good hike, dude. Yeah, I, I've wanted to do a that hike. before. That's a good
1: one. I've never done especially it, but I've heard you good things. To,
0: especially when you have to break into the hiking trail because it's all gated and chained and fenced off and climbing up the rocks on the side. That was pretty badass, man. I feel like a pro now.
1: You call that bushwhacking?
0: Bushwhacking
1: bushwhackin and scrambling. Bushwhacking <laughs>
0: bushwhackin and scrambling, baby. Oh <laughs> yeah. But, so, uh, so aside from that, I've also I started reading a book. I'm part of a bro book club. Right? Uh, so uh, we're reading a book <laughs> called Deeper Than Death. I was talking about this on my other show at Maddie G, Nothing to Wrestle, exclusively on the Fourth World Pop Network. Uh Deeper Than Death, it's, it's a, a, a crime, uh, I'm sorry, a murder mystery. It was based in the mid 80s, right before um, the behavioral ana- analysis unit and forensic technology became a thing. It's right on the cusp of it being talked about but not officially being a part of law enforcement. So it's like the battle between the old school cops, detectives, and the new school detectives that know about the forensic stuff. And it's an interest- it's a really easy read, interesting read, uh, I'm only I'm not even Halfway through it But I just started Reading a book Which is really good I do recommend it Deeper than Death Tammy Hogue, H-O-A-G Is the author Okay Also I think you Well I know you just Got done watching uh, The Last Dance The Michael Jordan Documentary mm-hmm. I too have been Doing a lot of Binge watching Of some movies. I probably I think I've watched The most movies In the I think I've watched More movies In the past two months Than I have my entire life <laughs> <clears throat> All right so as I mentioned uh, weeks back, myself and my girlfriend Amanda, we watched the entire MCU Marvel Cinematic Universe in chronological order from Captain America the First Avenger all the way through Spider-Man Homecoming. I'm sorry, Spider-Man Far From Home. Uh, absolutely enjoyed watching it. So I've seen a lot of the movies as they were released. But I enjoyed the entire story from uh, in chronological order the way that we watched it. Uh, Everything ties in so so much so smooth. Uh, I really really thoroughly enjoyed it. After that, I said, "All right, Amanda, I need to finish watching Star Wars." And I finally my watched mind.
1: Rise of Skywalker. Finally, yeah. What the hell? A couple I, of months. I, I, I remember I, being pissed at you. We couldn't talk about this on a podcast I know, for
0: weeks. I know. I, I <laughs> the only
1: I, fucking podcast sure. in the world that couldn't talk about Star Wars because your bald ass hasn't seen it yet.
0: <laughs> I have. I got two takes. From that movie. <sighs> she should have never kissed Kylo.
1: No, nah, that was bullshit, yeah.
0: Before he died. That was stupid. That was pointless. And where has Babu Frick been? And where can I get more of Babu
1: <laughs> He was my favorite character in whole freaking movie. He was awesome.
0: And you only seem to I need a Babu Frick in my life.
1: He's right up there with Silicious Crumb in terms of Star Wars oh, characters. Silicious yes. Jabba the Hutt's little pet. Nope, I that. <laughs> oh man. Two I of my, my favorite little gremlin him. Star Wars characters.
0: Yeah. I told him <laughs> if we get a dog, we're gonna get are gonna name him Babu Frick. Oh, we're gonna get two dogs. Name one Babu and one Frick.
1: <laughs> ah, that's awesome. Um, so the thing with me for Star Wars, now that I've watched it a few times and I've had time to settle in if you look at it as a saga, one through nine, it all makes sense and ties up nice, and it's a good story. Um, I think they could have done a lot more with episode nine. I think you really. I think the biggest problem is that seven and eight, and like seven and nine had Abrams, and eight was Ryan or Ryan Johnson. I don't know how you say his name. Mm-hmm. Point is, the two of them had different visions for the trilogy. Like, it's just blatantly obvious that episode eight. Was going towards something that episode nine completely shelved. Now I don't know if that had to do with Carrie Fisher dying and throwing a wrench into things because it most it very well it seemed like she it was supposed well to play. Yeah. It seemed like she was supposed to play a bigger role in that movie. And I know, and I, I am pretty sure that that end scene with Han Solo talking to Kylo Ren was supposed to be Leia eventually. And then because you know Leia was yeah. passed away, they just said, okay, let's just get Han in here and. You know, right, right. get Harrison Ford to do it, which was cool, and it was it was still a very nice scene. Um, I just thought they could have like if they were gonna do it that way with like Palpatine, like bringing Palpatine back. Like, okay, I'm cool. Palpatine solidifies I, I was cool Palpatine. That, that was that was interesting. Yeah. Yeah. It yeah. solidifies him as the unquestioned main antagonist of the I, whole right. franchise. Not right. there's there's no debate whether was it him, was it Darth Vader, was it Palpatine? End discussion now. He was it. Good. Right. Okay. So. That's fine. That solidifies that. But, if you're gonna do that, okay, end of episode eight. Luke Skywalker dies, right? Get the crap out of here. Disgusting ass. Truly passion fruit, hard seltzer, bro. This is what men are
0: made of. Alright, continue. Star Wars?
1: Han Solo, what'd you say? So, say, uh, so so Luke Skywalker (laughs) dies at the end of episode eight, right? And he he goes Mm -hmm. into his little, into Force world, Force afterlife. Right. Right there. You freaking take that shot, you know, and you, and you pan away, and it's awesome, and it's epic, and it's the end of the movie. It's like, okay. And I liked Last I thought Last Jedi was a cool movie. I had no problems oh, with that movie, episode. Yeah. I thought Last Jedi was... A lot of people hate it. I thought it was cool. I thought they took some risks. I thought it was setting up for something way different, and we got nine. We didn't get that. As I said, I'm not infuriated. But if you were going to do right. the Palpatine thing, episode eight ends, you do the fade out, and all of a sudden, you take the camera, pan it down to that dark sith world that that palpatine was living in and just end the movie with long have i waited and that's it and everybody's pumped for episode nine mm-hmm. everybody's pumped for episode nine he's like oh luke skywalker's dead palpatine's making his move
0: so w- with that being said um, in hindsight not knowing what was going to happen in episode nine what did you expect to happen after seeing the way episode eight ended
1: I thought there was going to be a lot more, like, mm. the enemy was, like... like Remember when they went to that, that Las Vegas city in episode 8? What the hell was the name of it? That, that casino play oh, city? Um, um, yeah, I, fucking Finn went and Rose went. Oh, what the hell is the name of the damn city? I don't remember that. Well, that, that Anybody who's a Star Wars fan knows what the mean, fuck I'm yeah, talking yeah. about.
0: When but, they were
1: there, they made this tease in the movie... A, a weapon builder tease, and they were showing Finn. You know, hey, these weapon builders, se- sellers—they're selling to the Alliance and and the Rebellion. You know, or not the mm-hmm. Alliance, uh, the Empire and the Rebellion. The Empire, right. You know, or the First Order in this movie. So, like, who's the real enemy here? And I thought that. Oh, are they going to tease it where, like, you know, the real enemy is like, you know, big business, and bring that like the into whole it? Slurred, and a whole okay. swerve. I thought that's where they were going. I'm like. All right, that could be done interesting. It'll be all dependent on how they do it. But I right. think after all the backlash they got from 8 for kind of doing something different, I think Disney freaked the fuck out. And they brought Abrams back and they said, make a Star Wars movie. And that's what right. he did. He made a Star Wars movie. You know, it, 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 it was a darker Last Jedi. I mean, a darker Return of the Jedi. I'm Return sorry. Of Jedi. It's right. a darker Return of the Jedi. It was like Return of the Jedi met like Harry Potter cinematography. Like end like late Harry Potter movie cinematography, and yeah, I never I saw Harry at, Potter either. At the end of the day, I don't hate. I miss that the, this, like I wouldn't. I don't know if I
0: liked. What was that? I said I haven't seen Harry Potter either. Oh, you haven't? Oh, dude, any, any that's next. Them.
1: Oh, you got to get you got to read the books oh. before you see the movies. Don't Excuse ruin. Me, the,
0: Amanda already told me that it's next, dude.
1: Don't don't ruin don't ruin Harry Potter by watching the movies first. Go okay, read, the, read first. the fucking books. Go go to your bro book club and tell them bro (laughs) we need to we need to do some Dumbledore okay (laughs) Dumbledore yeah Um, definitely read the books first it's not like Lord of the Rings or Star Wars where like the movies take precedent well that's that's a lie Lord of the Rings the movie's just easier to follow because you know Tolkien writes in such a you know you have to you know have another level of intelligence to understand his, his grasp of the Vocabulary, English language. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yo okay. Potter, you'll read the books first. Just trust me. Okay. You'll enjoy the movies more because you read the books first. I read the books. Yeah, hey. you don't need, and you don't need to watch the first Potter movie. It's a kids' movie. Okay. Yeah, it's lame. Okay. <laughs> but it's like much like you don't need to watch the first Star Wars and the Star Wars saga. Oh God! Right. Yeah. Uh,
0: another Star Wars movie I did catch finally was Rogue One. Great movie. I really enjoyed that. That really put everything together, which was awesome. Finally, uh, you know how to get the plans good. to the Death Star. It was always a I, big issue. <laughs> that that it answered a lot of questions, and that movie was just done so well because I like movies that that give you that 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 swerve. It's like, oh, the good guys are going to win. The good guys won, but
1: but did that, They're also, at a huge expense. Yeah, but did
0: they? At a, yeah, at a huge ex- thank you. At a huge expense. And, and that's how Episode Eight started too.
1: Episode 8 started with the good guys winning a battle at a huge expense. I thought that was a great way to start right. that yep. movie, too, because it, it created some friction right away. Mm-hmm.
0: And also, I also binged uh, The Mandalorian.
1: No, oh, The I got Mandalorian. To see all of that. That's been great, the, the Mandalorian and Rogue One show. are the two best Star Wars things that have happened since Disney Plus. Since, 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 since Disney took over Star Wars. Or in general, right, right. Yeah.
0: But uh, Mandalorian was great. I really, I thoroughly enjoyed that. Um, now, if I remember correctly, Amanda told me that the Mandalorian takes place after episode six, before episode seven. Yes. Right? Yes. Okay.
1: And it takes so place I, in, the, in the wake of the fall of the Empire. That's what it was, the wake of the fall of the Empire. Gotcha. Yes. Yeah.
0: Really cool, man. Do you know when the next season comes out for that?
1: I don't know when the next season comes out. Uh, they came out around the holidays this past year, so I would think around the same time again. Uh, later on this uh, year, maybe. But I want to go back to Rogue One, though. Like, I'm happy yeah. you would like Rogue One. I know, um, I know, I know, Dusty Dave shares his opinion with me. Um, I forget if 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 Jeff does, but I think Rogue One is a top three all time Star Wars movie. For me, it's number two behind Empire. Hands down yeah yep like I, totally I thought that was that. such a good entertaining, engaging fun to watch movie you, you kind of knew the ending because you know from New Hope what what happens but it right. was always even though I knew the ending I was always on the edge of my seat right because I didn't know who was gonna make it out or not and then at the end once you realize like oh fuck man they're all gonna die right. no one yeah. no one's living holy no one did. that really hits you man it really hits yeah. you they're the most that unsung movie. heroes of the whole franchise. Them, R- yeah. them R2-D2, and Chewbacca. The yes. most unsung heroes You're of right. the whole
0: franchise. <laughs> that movie, Rogue One, did a really good job of getting you emotionally invested in those characters. And mm-hmm. then just get rid of them. It's and like, then get oh, rid of them. Holy shit. Yep. Jyn Erso uh, and it all that. Uh, yeah. was Really well. So, uh, I yep. thoroughly enjoyed it, man. I really did. I'm happy I finally got to see it. But again, that's what I've been doing now when you're quarantined, you you binge watch a lot of TV shows and movies. I'm also in the middle of binge watching the Inhumans, which is also part of the MCU and also Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. finally, uh, which has been really good so if I'm still in the first season. Uh, I'm gonna start, I gotta binge watch all the Harry Potter movies. Eventually after I read them, as per uh, Daniel over here. Yeah, oh, yeah definitely man. read them, A lot of, man. lot of good stuff going out there. What about you? What, any, any good things you're catching on TV besides The Last Dance?
1: Um. Were you on, You weren't on last week, right? When we talked about um, Upload, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, that's
0: right. I did listen to last week, and I forgot you thought about it. Yeah, up, dude, about Upload that. was, was cool, good. man.
1: We finished nice. watch. I finished watching Upload and um, okay. really dug the twist at the end of the last episode. I'm not, I don't want to spoil it because I know people are still right. watching it. Um, that was my one thing. I was even talked to another friend of mine from down in Nashville. Uh, my buddy Sean, and I just said, you know, the one thing I thought about the show was I like the premise, I like the characters, I like the acting, I like the script. It's mm-hmm. a little predictable. Oh, the f- script's a little predictable. So the okay. end of the last episode of, of the season really helped me. Like, okay, I didn't see that coming. <laughs> but, <laughs> you know, it was one of those things. And it made mm-hmm. for an interesting setup for season two, a very interesting setup for season cool. two. Very, very good show. probably, I, I would think it's, I, I got safely say it's the best show I've watched on Amazon so far in terms of Amazon original content, so. Have you seen the, the Jean-Claude Van Damme show on uh, uh,
0: Amazon? What? Yeah, you didn't hear about this? Come I, out. Did, I not did not you know, know there was a show Jean-Claude show. Van Damme show on Amazon. Yes, it is, it's only I think only one season's out, but i watched the whole thing, it's so funny. Uh, what the hell is it called? Now I have to go to Google
1: and search. What is, it. Wait, what is the, what's the premise of the show?
0: Like, is it just... Jean-Claude Jean-Claude Van Damme plays himself as a washed-up actor looking for, uh, for work. So
1: it's pretty much a, a true story. i washed watched That's funny. Yeah. Is it like, like, is it filmed like an entourage type of th- thing? Or like a Curb Your Enthusiasm type of feel? Or is it filmed like a, like The Office? Like, what's the feel of it?
0: Uh, not The Office. I would say maybe like an entourage type feel. Okay. The show is called Jean-Claude Van Johnson. Jean Claude Van Johnson. Yep. <laughs> I got it. I'm gonna try. I might have, have to go have try to check, check that
1: out. out. I might have to go check that out. Yeah, oh man,
0: it, it, it's worth it. And it's if it sucks, it. I'll just
1: go watch Bloodsport, so I don't lose uh, my my true feelings of Jean Claude Van Damme. <laughs> oh man,
0: Bloodsport. Hey man, Bloodsport's a great movie. I actually, Bloodsport fucking uh, uh, rules, dude. I have my Blood my Bloodsport T shirt with me tonight too. Get the fuck out of here! You got a Bloodsport T-shirt, yeah, hell bad yeah, motherfucker. Dude. TJ Maxx, bro.
1: Bad motherfucker, dude.
0: And it has the shot of Van Damme with the big, the the roundhouse kick.
1: Fuck with yeah! His
0: fucking leg up above his head. Hell yeah, finger, dude. Kumite, Kumite, Kumite. Okay, USA. All right. Well, I think on that note, before <laughs> before this turns into a huge shit show, fam, that's all the time we have for today. This is your first time tuning in. Thanks for listening to episode seventy-seven of the Fourth Wall Cast. But please remember the disclaimer from the beginning of the show. There will be changes made to the show, to the branding, to myself. We're actually going to shave Doc's head. The fuck you are, cold. motherfucker! Absolutely not. <laughs> Ch- embrace the change, bro. Dude, so I will fucking bash your head off
1: with a golf club if you come be here with some, on some fucking. The lookout. Shoes. <laughs>
0: For more changes in the future of the Fourth Wall Cast, so be sure to follow us on all social media: Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Fourth Wall Cast. That's the number four T H W A T-H-W-A-L-L-C-A-S-T. You can also find me on Instagram at emg underscore jc bones and on Twitter at jc bones. Doc, where can the fan find you?
1: You can find me on Instagram at dr haas. I got some. Uh, I'll be putting some new uh, hiking picks up in the next couple of uh, in the next couple of hours too from my trip to Hardstore last Monday. Twitter, I'm still drhase number four wc. Um, and everybody, man, just stay safe, stay cool, be real. We're in this together, and we're only gonna get at this together. Everybody, I mean, just brother, you and know, and... that's that's just my last part in shots for tonight, man. Just everybody, be cool, be real. Listen to some music, watch some classic sports, like go binge watch something sit on your porch enjoy the fresh air have a beer do what you got to do just to chill out let's 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 be real let's get through this together and let's come up with some real positive smart ways to fix these problems in society
0: and all of us here at the fourth world pop network are hoping to have a resolution to
1: help you solve that
0: problem help you be an escape to what's going on in the real world so be sure to follow Fourth Wall Pop Network on Twitter at Fourth Wall Pop. That's F O U R T H W A Pop.
1: Goes the weasel.
0: That, ooh, that was a good one. That was a good one. <laughs> that, so was sure you, uh, that was the weasel. That was the weasel drowning. On Twitter. <laughs> weasel was drowning. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! So be sure to follow us on Twitter and, and keep your eyes open for all, all all the big changes for the network as well. We have some big stuff in the works uh, coming up in the next month or so. So keep your eyes open for that. Also, don't forget to follow our third man. We call him Smarky. You can call him John Grill. He is the host of Getting Grilled, exclusive also on the 4th World Pop Network. Check him out on Instagram at Podcast. So on that note, that's all the time we have for today. So thank you for tuning in. We will catch you guys next week. Be sure to tell your friends to like, share, and subscribe to every podcast platform you can find us on because we're everywhere. And until then, goodbye and good night. Woo!
1: That's all I got tonight. Woo. <laughs> you had to get, had to get the, the last word, right? See you later, See you later fam.